Uh, last week, I was at the Levaya for the wife of Rav Asher Weiss, uh, Shlita, and um, someone came over to me, Henry Olinsky came over to me at the Levaya, and he said, before the Levaya started, and he had mentioned that, I, I had mentioned in the Dafshir the previous week, that there's a halacha, that when a Talmud Chacham dies, the Gemara says in Masechus Ksuvis, that if there are less than 600,000 people at the funeral, then you should go to the funeral, because Kishem Shin is Sinasa, Vashishim Ribo Kachniti Lasa, Vashishim Ribo. The same way the Torah was given was 600,000, when the Torah is taken away from us, we should see to it that there are 600,000 people there as well. And the Gemara says, but if someone taught Torah, then, uh, then, in, then there's no shir. If a person taught Torah to, to other people, then even more than 600,000. So uh, Henry Olinsky came over to me and said, and what about an Eishas Chavar? What about the wife of a Talmachachim? Did you say the same thing? So it got me thinking, Lezefer Nishmas, Rebetzin Weiss, um, the sugya of Eishas Chavar, and the cover that one has to show to an Eishas Chavar. So where is the sugya of Eishas Chavar? I didn't really have a time, time to work through the entire sugya, but maybe we'll just mention some Rashi Prakim on the sugya of Eishas Chavar, the cover that one has to have for an Eishas Chavar. The Gemara tells us in Masechah Shavuos, on Davlamid Amin Beis, the wife of Rav Huna had a din Torah in Rav Nachman's Beisdin. Omar, hey Rav Nachman said, what am I going to do when Debitu Rav Huna walks in, when the wife of Rav Huna walks in? If I stand in her honor, then the Baldin is going to be all dejected. He's going to feel like she has the upper hand and that it's a, the system is rigged against him. And that's not going to be good. So, what should I not stand for her when she walks into the room? Should I not stand for Mrs. Huna? But the halach is that the wife of a chaver is like a chaver. And Rashi says that just like you have to be mechabed a chaver, you have to be mechabed an eishas chaver. He came up with a, an unusual eitzah. He told uh, his shamish, take a, a goose, throw it at me, and I will jump up out of the way of the flying goose. And then I will stand up, but it will not be obvious that I'm standing up for her, but it will happen, it will coincide at exactly the time that she walks into the room. So that's how he solved this dilemma that he had. That's how Rav Nachman solved his Mrs. Huna dilemma of what's he going to do <coughs> when she walks into the room. So the question is, is this a real chiyuv? Is this a, and if it is a real chiyuv, is it a din daraisa? Is it a din darabanan? We certainly know that there is a din in the Torah that certainly for there's a mitzvah to stand. Would we say the same thing when it comes to an Eishas Chavar? This is a Machlokas Rishonim. The Ramban, the Rashba, the Ran, all in Mesechah Shmu is right that it depends. While the Chacham is still alive, the Chiv to stand for his wife is the Oraisa. Once he is dead, once the Chacham is no longer alive, standing for the Almana of the Chacham is only a Chiv Midrabanan. So the way this group of Rishonim understand it is there's always a Chiv to stand for Anesha's Chaver, even if the Chaver is already no longer alive, um, but it's only a Chiv Midrabanan when he's no longer alive. The Bach in Yardes and Reishman Beis writes that according to Tosos and Mesachah it could be that after the Chacham dies, there's no Chiv to be Mechabed, the wife anymore. 
more, and that's how the Shemus Yavitz and Shalat Shemus Shemus Yavitz, Rabbi Yaakov Eben, Chelim Pesim, and Kuf Lamed Hay, that there's no chiv to stand for an Eishas Chavar La'achar Misas Chavar. So it seems to be so far that while he's alive, for sure, absolute chiv. After he's dead, Machlokas to Rabbanan or not at all. Then the Bach quotes uh, a little bit of a Girsa issue, either Maram Mints or Maram Metz who says that if the Chacham is dead, it depends if she's remarried or not. If she's remarried to an Amma Aretz, so then uh, the Chiv goes away. But if she's not remarried to an Amma Aretz, she is still called the Almana of that Chacham, then you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to be uh, Mechabed her still, uh, even after the husband is deceased. Um, because she said, which is an interesting thing in, in halacha or ashkafa, that when a uh, there are two ways to end a marriage: is divorce and death. They both end a marriage, but they may be different from each other. When it comes to divorce, would you say someone who was once married to a talmud chacham but got divorced? Was there any way that there's a chiv to mechabit her? Probably not. Yet the almana of a talmud chacham, yes, because we assume there's another view about this and other svarim that discusses from Kivager that that it may be true. It may be true that after the husband dies, she's totally not a nation's issue anymore. She can even get married to somebody else, but it's different. Death ending a marriage is different than divorce ending a marriage. And on some level, she's still considered to be a nation's cover. In the Knesset Sagadolin, Choshemishbat Simon Yud Zayin, and in Yardayas of Reshmam Dalit, he writes that there's no chiv to stand for an Eishas Chaver, even while the husband's alive. Wow, an extreme position. That it's only a Midas Chasidus. That what's going on in our Gemara with Rav Nachman, an Eishas Rafuna, Midas Chasidus. But it's not really required. And the Birke Yosef writes, the Chidah writes in Birke Yosef, in Yarday over there in Os Gimel, in the name of the Arizal, that that's what the Arizal held as well. That it's only a Midas Chasidus. And that's how many of the Achronim quote from the Arizal. However, in the Benish in Shana Shnia, Parshas Kitetse, Ben Ishchai says he doesn't know where in the world the Birke Yosef got this from the Kisvei Arizal. Where in the Arizal does it say that it's only Amidas Chasidus and it's not Chiv? He doesn't know anything about that. He says that which it says in Shara Mitzvos that there's no Din Kima nor a Din Hidur when it comes to an Isha, that means that if the Isha is in her own right, a knowledgeable woman. There's no din kima and no din hidur. But in eishes chaver, the Arizal certainly would agree that the eishes chaver would still uh, would still warrant kima. In fact, in Shuvas Salmas Chaim, of Chaim Zonfeld says that the Arizal means that if no one knows that she's the Talmud Chacham's wife, then there's no chiv. But if people are aware of it, then certainly there's a chiv. Now the question does beg itself. Tosis raises the question: Well, this story it still doesn't make sense if. If it is a chiyuv, how did he fulfill the chiyuv? You know, the Tzuki and Kiddushin tells us that when you stand for a Talmud Chacham, you need a kima, shi'esh pahidu. You need to make it obvious that that's why you are standing. Otherwise, it's not it's not a proper hidur. It just uh, looks like you happen to be standing. So Baliatosis raised the question, where's the kima, shi'esh pahidur? He's jumping out of the way of a flying goose. How does how is, how is anyone supposed to realize that he's standing for her sake? So Tosis gives three terutsin. Number one, Tosis says, Rav Nachman Enochinami is not being Mekayim the Mitzvah. 
through this jumping out of the way of the goose, but at least he's not violating an issue because at the end of the day, he's not sitting. To remain planted in your seat when a Talmud Chachum or an Eishas Chavar walks into the room, that's an Iser. So he's not violating the Iser. The Tosas then suggests that maybe Eishas Ravuna was well aware of what was going on over here. She's like, ah, the old goose trick. She understood exactly what, what he was doing. Um, and that way, it was Ihidur, but she, she understood why he had to do it in that way in order not to be so sintanos of, of the Baldin. And then to suggest a third possibility. Now, when the Gemara in Kiddushin says that you need a Kimash Yeshbihidur, that's to stand, that's talking about that you shouldn't stand in a base HaKisei, in a base HaMerchatz for a Talmud Chacham, because it's not Shaykh Tevhidur in such a place. Such a place is not a place of Kavod at all. But in a place that is a place of kavod, it's just that you're unable to discern why the person is standing. That's not ma'akev, the kiyuma mitzvah. One is fully in, in, in fulfillment of the, uh, of the mitzvah. Now, we happen to have mentioned over here in passing this distinction between a talmidah chachama, so to speak, and an eishes chaver. Would one suggest that if uh, you stand for an eishes chaver, then kalvachomer, you stand for a woman who is knowledgeable? So what are the arguments? Uh, on the one end, you could argue, of course, if, if you're standing for her connection to Torah once removed, then for sure you should stand to her for her connection to Torah directly. However, um, they quote from Ravar and Cutler and, uh, and, and other Gedolim that this, and, and this is how they explain the Arizal as well, that there would be no obligation to stand for a woman who learned Torah because the Gemara Masech Sota says, Nashim HaMezachyan, what are Nashim Zochah, what's their Chelek in Talmud Torah? Uh, in, in the Zuchus of waiting, Menachim Baalein, and Bnei'am to come back from the base Medrash, meaning encouraging their husbands and their children to learn. The Talmud Torah for women, according to the Gemara, is not as impressive because it's not really her avoda when she becomes an Eishas Chaver so he only becomes a, such a Talmud Chacham because he has a wife who's encouraging him to be a Talmud Chacham and who's taking care of whatever needs need to be taken care of in order that he should be able to learn Bahasmada. so that is a greater fulfillment of her, uh, of her own personal obligation and in fact that is the Shita of of Ravar and Cutler. However, uh, clearly not everybody agrees with this. If you look in Chuvas Yechavadas, Ravad Yosef in Chela Gimel, Simon Ayin Beis, writes that there is a chova v'mitzvah al ha-talmidah lakum shlim A talmidah to stand up for a teacher, a female teacher who taught a Torah, because the whole reason that a person is chayiv and kavad rabo, Zegmar Mbamitzia says, mipnei shemavi they bring you the Chayel Maba, who I didn't the Gabi Talmida, Shemarosa, Shemalamedis, or Satara, Miviasa, the Chayel Maba. She also brings a person to Chayel Maba. I, uh, the, the Mora gets paid for her work, ain't Bekach Klum, that doesn't, uh, that, that, that doesn't matter. I, ain't a Mitsuva al Talmud Torah, so says Ravadia, quoting from the Chuvas Paaz Sadcha, Simon Kufi Beis, Harigam Hitzrich Levarich Bircha Satara, Shulchar of Paskin Simon Zayin, she has to say a Bircha Satara, and, uh, because she's Mitsuva to learn significant sections of Torah, all the dinim that are Shaykh to her, and she gets for it, maybe as an Eino Mitzvah Yosa, but certainly she gets scar for it, 
And therefore, a Talmidah cannot call her Mora, who knows a lot of Torah, by her first name, without any Torah covered, without any any title. And uh, that, that is just like the Gemara Sanhedrin Kuf tells us, Hakori l'rabu b'shmo, nitrad mina olam, someone who calls his Rebbe by his first name is going to be... Uh, Nitrad mina olam, however you want to translate that, it's not a good thing. The Raman Paskins this way in Hilchas Talmud Torah Perakei Halacha Hey in the Shulchanor in Yarday Rishma Beisiv Tezvav. So Luchora should be the same, the same over 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 here as well. And therefore, says Ravadi Yosef, Bisikum at the end of the Tshuva, Mitzvah Lakum Mipnei Isha Chachama B'Chachmas Atora that you have an obligation to stand for a woman who is a Chachama B'Chachmas Atora. V'chem Leisha Zekena because from Shara also for an elderly woman and certainly a Talmidah of such a woman has to uh, has to stand for her which is um, which is uh, is is an interesting uh, um, idea is it the meaning of the Chakira would be is it the Torah itself the Zuchus of the Mitzvah of Torah that uh, that they stand for um, or or is it the uh, the Chafzah Shal Torah so to speak that it's not the key Mitzvah it's just the very fact that she is connected to Torah so that would be the Nafgamina that if it's if she's someone who is a Torah personality um, but she doesn't get the Mitzvah in the way the Gemara Sota describes of encouraging Encouraging a mitzvah viyosa in Talmud Torah, so that lecharu would be the nafkamina, and that seems to be the uh, the machlokas in this case. Uh, what about a guy, right? So yesh ladon. Let's say you have a guy who learns a lot of Torah and knows a lot of Torah. Would you stand for just the chavtzah shal Torah? Do you say no? That's already an issue you're talking about. Morasha kilus Yaakov altik morasha morasa. That it's uh, you know we're not going to encourage someone who's doing an avera, and you wouldn't show respect. For someone, uh, for someone who's doing who's doing something wrong through their uh, through the, through their lima Torah. But be that as it may, what does seem to be clear is that there does there, there needs to be a very significant sense of respect for a person who uh, who who is uh, for a woman who is certainly married to a great talmud For an eishes chaver, that there's no machlokas about. That's clear, black and white in the Gemara. Although it should be pointed out that halacha for some reason is not quoted in the Rambam Shulchan Aruch. I, I didn't look in the Kuntras Omer Hashicha that we mentioned the other day, but I'm sure it's there. In the Omer Hashicha, Omer with an Aleph, that uh, this is one of those halachas that someone has forgotten. It's quoted by the Nosei Kalim. Taz quoted, it is quoted by the Nosei Kalim, but for some reason, it's not quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. But it would seem to reason, it seems to make sense, that there has to be a great level of covenant. Now the question though becomes, what about the Henry Olinsky Shaila? Do you, ha- do you have to go to Leviah, 600,000 people, for a Leviah of an Eishas Chaver? Probably not, because uh, the the expression the Gemara has meaning it's the taking back of the Torah that is not a taking back of the Torah she may have a great schar mitzvah and it may even be a greater schar mitzvah than her husband's schar mitzvah right? what do they say the woman who's most nefesh let her husband go to the base medrash for three hours he may be battling some of those three hours but her mysterious nefesh is for the entire three hours her schar mitzvah may be even greater than his schar mitzvah but it's not a netilas ha-Torah when she, uh, when, 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 when she passes 
away, but it's certainly the, a, a, a very, very significant loss and a very great uh, way of showing kavod to the, both the kavod of the nifter as well as the kavod of the Talmud uh, Chacham who loses uh, who loses uh, loses his wife at, at such a time. So uh, so certainly it's an Indian that uh, that we should be careful about to always show great kavod not only to Talmud Chachamim but to the Ashes to the Ashes Chavir as well.